This is an audio presentation of God First Church, Cheltenham, England. A community of Jesus followers, worshipping God first, proclaiming God first, and together living God first lives. For more information, visit our website at godfirst.org.uk. Monday, we, um, we kicked off our Advanced Theology course evening, and we were reminded by uh, Andrew Wilson that when God speaks to Adam and Eve, and then also to us by default, He gives them a mandate to fill the earth with God's glory, lovely how that's been coming through this morning, and His order, the order out of chaos, His peace, wherever His presence and His people go. And we found that such a helpful prompt in kind of considering what are our responses uh, in, a, in a time like this. As with most things, there, there are often uh, three ways to deal with it. We can either overreact, underreact, or kind of walk the wise middle ground. The wise middle ground uh, would say that if you're over 60, sorry, under 65, physically healthy, no underlying uh, health conditions, that you're probably fit and, um, and strong enough to handle this as any normal flu uh, and winter would bring. But all of us have got loads of loved ones, older friends, family, uh, that, and neighbors that are uh, in that high-risk category. And therefore, we want to be super considerate and loving as we consider our approach. We don't underreact. Um, we don't continue living as if nothing has happened. I think that would be foolish. We listen to our God-given experts, our government officials. We listen to them. We follow their advice. Um, we change our patterns of behavior. Uh, that's particularly tough. I think the elbow bump rather than the hug for guys like me is super tough. Um, so please be gracious to me. I'll uh, go in by default for the hug. Push me away. Lovingly, clearly. Um, but we wash our hands loads. Um, we, we act responsibly. If we've got a cough, a snivel, um, let's self-isolate. Let's be wise in this time. It is the loving thing to do. There are other times where the loving thing to do is push in. And actually, this is one of those times where the loving thing to do is respect and honor the way that the government is, is asking us to approach uh, our, our season at the moment. We also don't uh, overreact. We don't fly into blind buying panics. All right. You all know what I mean there. We listen, again, uh, to our experts. Uh, we don't buy everything off the shelves. We, we also don't shut ourselves off from the world in fear. I think there's a difference. We, you can do it out of love, but you can also do it out of fear. And we genuinely want to say, no, let's do it out of love for one another and love for the people around us and realizing this is a good, wise middle ground to walk rather than, I'm really fearful. And if you are, man, let's pray. Let's keep, let's keep worshiping. Let's keep God front and center. It'll help our hearts. We realize as well that our actions have consequences. 
Um, I, I found myself spying people's shopping carts as I'm shopping, going, what are they buying that I'm not buying? And you think, whoa, where does that come from? All right, we, we realize the other day we were out in, in Little, and we found toilet paper uh, because we needed it, okay? We had a half a roll that we were lobbing around the house uh, at the time, so it was genuinely because we needed it. And so we go, we buy toilet paper, and Lorette says, shouldn't we buy another one or another two things? And I thought, no, let's not. Let's not. Let's be wise and let our actions, sorry, Lorette, but let's let our actions promote peace and calm rather than panic. It really can make such a difference when we choose the way that we act. And as wise men and women, we seek to mindfully extend the peace and the calm of God to, his, uh, to this situation. And as we're doing that, we are fulfilling the great mandate of God to fill the earth with His glory and His presence. Secondly, we act as those who have hope. 1 Peter 1 verse 3 and 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you. It's scriptures like these that have over the two, past 2,000 years kept Christ followers running towards the chaos, running towards the plague victims, running towards disasters, running towards prisons and prisoners, towards unreached people groups. Our hope is not anchored in this life. I know we've said it, we've sung it. I want to declare that again. Our hope is not anchored in this life. Our hope is firm and secure in our eternal citizenship in heaven. As individuals and small groups, our G1Cs, where appropriate, man, we can, we can be the first to step out to our neighbors, our, the people in our neighborhood, and say, can I help you? If we've got older people if we've got people in the high-risk category, single moms, single dads, man, we can be out there. We can say, what can we do to help? I'm in the low-risk category. I can put my body and my life on the line for people. I can. I can take the risks. I can be bold and courageous. Particularly if the people that we know are in medical professions. We know that that's a big thing right now. One of the reasons why they've chosen not to close schools down in the U.K., possibly very wisely, so that the, the mothers and the fathers in the medical profession don't have to stay home and look after the kids. It's big, big, big decisions our government is making here. Very tough decisions. So if we can, if necessary, we, would have, we put ourselves out there for people. Let's be radical. Let's be the bringers of peace and love in the midst of chaos. But let's do it, again, with wisdom and the love of God. Thirdly, let's look at our big God. Apparently in Cape Town, one of the reasons they've got one of the lowest stress levels in the world is that they've got a big rock called Table Mountain, and it subconsciously gives people a lot of stability, mental stability. It's interesting because psychologists are saying one of the big reasons people are running after toilet paper and buying big batches of toilet paper of all the things they could have bought is because the packs are big. Interesting, isn't it? It's one of the reasons. There's multiple, but it's one of the big ones. And it's, there, there's something about people running in times of chaos to the big things. 
They'll pass by the tin of baked beans and you'll run to the big thing because subconsciously we hope it brings us safety and stability. It seems that people are running and placing their hope in a figurative toilet paper rock. Hebrews 12 encourages us that in order to live God-honoring lives whilst we go through these, these tough, severe challenges, we can continually look to Jesus, who's the author and the perfecter of our faith. Family, we have the privilege of knowing the actual rock, not a toilet paper rock, the actual rock, Jesus. And He invites us to run to Him, to the rock. He invites us to hide ourselves in Him, find our eternal stability in Him. Bog roll be cast into the sea, okay, Jesus is the rock, the ultimate bringer of peace in the midst of chaos. And lastly, a final point is that we can point others to our big rock. A final point is that as we live wisely, as we live full of hope, and as we uh, live focused on Christ, we've got the capacity and we've got the mental mind, the presence to answer people's greatest source of fear and anxiety. I think COVID-19 panic is only the latest in the latest kind of embodiment of the inner turmoil some people can fear in trying to be God for themselves. In trying to be God, you need to control. You need to hold on to the control of everything around you and this is totally out of people's control. It's bringing anxiety and fear and panic. Man, we can point in the midst of chaos the ultimate opportunity to bring people, show them, point to Jesus and live it out, the confidence that we have in our faith in Jesus, the big ultimate rock who offers peace and stability. Friends, we're not powerless. We serve a mighty, powerful God, as Naomi also mentioned, our songs have mentioned, and he longs to be with us and our family and our friends in this time. And I encourage you, when we're meeting in our small groups this week, when we're together, when you, when you just have your quiet time, pray. Prayer is the thing. Even President Trump tweeted out, nation, pray. Prayer is effective and powerful. Helps our hearts, helps the people around us. Man, God is mighty. For more information, visit our website at godfirst.org.uk.